0: Welcome to Sophisticated Property Investing Podcast. Hey there ladies and gents, Frank Flake here, your host for this episode of the Sophisticated Property Investment Podcast. This is not gonna be a sexy podcast, but I tell you this, if you follow the advice in the next 25, 30 minutes, I promise you, you will do more deals, you will make more money, and you will be more successful in the pursuit of your goals, whatever they may be. The topic of this episode is consistency. I stand here (laughs) as a student of consistency. (laughs) And what I mean by that is I think this has, over the years, been one of my biggest drawbacks. One of the things that holds me back the most. I go at a hundred miles an hour and then I stop I get really excited about something I can remember my Easter holidays of my PGCE I think it was I can't remember the acronym but that's so funny I spent nine months to do it get it, nine months getting the certificate at PGCE PGCE GCSEs are what you do when you're 16. PGCE. PGCE. I think it's a bit... I can't remember what it's called. My teaching qualification anyway. I went down to Cambridge. I went to Cambridge University for my teaching qualification, whatever it may be called. And in the Easter holidays, I had this idea, this business idea for sharing resources. Teach share. That's what I called it. Because I realized that teachers all over the country were... were, teaching the same national curriculum and were creating resources so all of the students would be teaching um, I don't know, let's use a, a secondary science topic, the geology of rocks. And some of you remember this, so metamorphic and igneous and sedimentary, etc. And so they'd all create a PowerPoint presentation at different times. And then I started realizing, well, if we're all creating this, why don't we just share them? <laughs> like it saves us tons of work. And then I realized that everyone across the country, so I created this website where teachers, teachers could just share resources within the framework of the national curriculum. So I created the structure on the website so people could upload the resources and then like peer-to-peer sharing really which wasn't a little bit ahead of its time I reckon in what year would that have been Uh, 20 odd years ago now wow 2003 2004. Cool, that's brought back some uh, memories. Maybe maybe 2005. Um, However, here's the funny thing I realized I needed to know how to code websites. And so I spent my entire Easter holiday like I was on my knees. It was such hard work and uh, learning how to teach. And um, I was part of what they called the Fast Track program. So I was being um, groomed for leadership in schools, having loads of extracurricular activities and lectures and seminars and training i learned nlp actually as part of that which was amazing three-day residential course on nlp it was it was a phenomenal program actually and then finished my Easter holidays and thought I know what I'll do I'll teach myself to code websites so I spent every waking moment and some like sleepless nights just working through how to code websites and I built I, it will have expired now but I had the teachshare.com website by the end of it and launched it I remember I was so excited launching it after the uh, after the uh, Easter holidays to all of my uh, my peer group but here's the thing the that enthusiasm is Is great and I've got better actually at not going 100 miles an hour and then 10 miles an hour and getting excited about something and flying with it and then stopping it. I'm much more consistent now, much, much more consistent. And I've also designed my life around that. So I've designed my life around not jumping into new things unless I know I'm fully committed to them. And when I do commit to something, keeping in balance with the rest of my life so not staying up all night to learn coding and not um not eating and not throwing exercise out the window and not dropping other balls that i'm carrying and i think having kids having family etc helps with that but here's the thing i think that loads of people want to improve their life loads of people want to improve their financial situation there in if you're listening to this podcast probably the number of investment properties you own the cash flow you earn in a highly leveraged fashion from investing in property etc etc the reason that most people have those thoughts but then don't change their situation i think boils down to consistency if and and that teach share example is a really good example. I think that was a solid business idea that I could have monetized. I could have turned that into a business if I had been more consistent about it. And there's not necessarily a problem with getting excited and spending your whole Easter holidays, although that's not in balance. And it probably set me up for failure the next term because I was tired going into that term and hadn't recharged my batteries and hadn't done any of the prep I was supposed to do for all my classes. But if I had blocked out where I was going to invest my time during that summer term and during my summer holidays and during the next year, if I just consistently put five hours a week or maybe even three hours a week, and all of us can find three hours in a week into that business, into that project, I perhaps would have had it now producing me a passive income. And it's a funny example, but also, and I I do chuckle at myself now about how excited I got and then how quickly i dropped it but the the point is it's a bit of a painful example as well it's a a tough learning to know that you know that was me as an adult that was me at the age of 22 or so wasting tens of hours on a project basically because i just got a bit excited and i think it's really easy for us to have ideas set ourselves goals get a bit excited let's use the example of people joining the gym in January following a uh, a rather indulgent Christmas people get excited and they start going to the gym every day or start going to the gym every week but without consistency it's pointless so there is no benefit of going to the gym 30 days on the trot and then not going for the rest of the year it's far far better on many many levels to go twice a month once a fortnight or three times a month consistently far far better because those workouts are then going to build habits the muscles are going to get used to it you're going to get that prolonged feel good endorphin over the 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 year now I'm not saying that you're going to get fit from training once a fortnight but if you start training once a fortnight and then extend it to once a week and then continue to develop that muscle and I mean that psychological muscle of I go to the gym I am a fit person I go on a Monday evening I go on a Sunday morning whatever it is now all of a sudden you're more inclined to take the stairs rather than a lift I have a point of if I go on holiday I take the stairs because I just think it's free exercise you know you might be in a six-story hotel let's just take the lifts I don't do it with all my cases when I first arrive but all the times going to dinner going to out for the evening going breakfast I just walk the stairs because it it gets the blood flowing and I will now look for opportunities to walk whilst making calls so if there's a possibility of me making calls whilst walking I will take that opportunity because my my body's moving that came from um the Netflix documentary actually on blue zones so the number of centarians in different parts of the country and what the documentary talked about was people moving makes you far more likely to live a long healthy life and so I try and move more now I move as much as I possibly can so if you're wanting to develop that habit or what wanting to get healthy consistency is the only way of getting there and it's just the same with the portfolio so i think one of the things my clients i give my clients is i give them the confidence to keep on going and what i mean by that is i've got a client at the moment who spent uh, i did a coaching call this morning they've spent two thousand three hundred pounds on leaflets and 750 pounds on newspaper marketing And I think overall, so what's that? That's, oh, it's nearly um, £3,000 almost on the nose. And they've had four leads, none of which have led to help visits. That is a bad return, really bad return. But here's the thing. If they were doing it on their own, they'd probably say, well, leaflets and newspaper aren't working. They're not working for us, not working at this time in the market. They're not working in this area but with my support, I can help them to be consistent. So I can say, well, no, what actually has happened here is you delivered leaflets with one company. The company probably just threw them in the bin and the newspaper advert, has generated four leads, they got zero le- leads from the leaflets, which meant none of them were delivered. The newspaper advert, which was £750, that's a poor return from £750 for leads. But newspaper is about consistency and staying in there and being in there every single edition. And so if you're in there and then you're out and then you're in there and then you're out, people don't see you as a regular, reliable person to buy their properties. And so actually, that consistency of saying, no, we're going to stick with this, we're going to keep. Delivering leaflets. Well, (laughs) we're actually going to deliver some leaflets because we're going to not rely on the the rubbish company. We're going to go to a new company, and we're maybe going to try Royal Mail. It's the same principle of consistency. If you are doing the donut strategy, it's no good to go once into an agent and say, "Look, have you got any deals to for properties that are stuck on the market?" Now, it can happen that you go into an estate agent's office the first time and this happened recently actually first time one of my clients had ever been into this estate agent's office and they used our conversation structure to introduce themselves and to um, explain how we can help estate agents to earn their fees you have to do it very delicately because otherwise you end up insulting the agent telling them they're rubbish inadvertently but my client got to the end of the conversation and they said, yeah, we've got one like that. And she was rather taken aback because I'd trained her that, you know, it's going to take a few goes. You need to keep going back. You need to take your donuts one month. You know, you need to take your, your mince pies the next month. You need to take your Easter egg you know etc etc and over time you'll build a relationship and then they'll feel confident to give you the uh the leads or introduce you to the vendors that are sticking on their books but this one said yeah i've got exactly what you're after it's 135 grand and it's available at 65, but we can't sell it. Well, obviously, there's a problem with that property <laughs> if that's the discount. Um, it's mid-refurb, um, nearly finished, but not finished. So it's not lettable. And the reason for that discount is because it doesn't have security of title. So, there's something weird going on with the title. So, they've bought it, We're basically taking a chance on no one else claiming that property so obviously that's reduced it quite significantly and most people would look at that and say well it's going to take me 12 years to apply to land registry that's how long you have to uh, occupy a property or act as if you're owning the land and if you're not challenged in 12 years then you can then claim the land as your own and land Registry will regularize the title so this came out of a single conversation, and I've said to the, um, I've said to my client, well, there's loads of ways we can do this deal, and there are. There's about four or five different ways that that can be a no money down deal, um, and that that came out literally from the first meeting with the estate agent. But it doesn't normally. It doesn't happen like that. Normally, you have to keep going back and being consistent, and that only comes from a selecting your goals correctly, b working out and I've done recent podcasts on this how you're going to structure those goals so how you're going to invest your time in order to reach those goals so spending Monday morning on donut strategy for example Monday afternoon on going to the gym Wednesday afternoon taking your kids to the cinema and building some rapport or whatever it is but having your time allocated to those goals to the goals that are the most important for you And then actually following that default. And that's really important that once you've said, right, this is going to take me, I I did a um, annual review with two clients this morning, Diamond Wealth clients, and we were looking at their goals and they had set themselves the goal of buying four sophisticated property deals. In the next 12 months now for some of you that will be really really low and for some of you that have never started that will be a great start and these guys have um, not invested previously they are starting a green business at the moment so that's a highly leveraged business that they don't work in we call them green investments so sophisticated property investments and leveraged businesses that you don't work in so they're starting a the green business at the moment and they set they have set themselves the goal of a sophisticated deal every quarter for the next 12 months and I said I'm delighted about that the key concern they've got enough money to do the marketing and stuff they've definitely got the skills in terms of sales skills and personality traits to to make that happen but my concern that I shared with them was do you have the time available to make this happen and if so when will you fit that time in and we worked out it was in the region of five hours a week they'd need to be investing in the marketing in the telephone fact finds in the help visits in the conveyancing to buy the properties and then in the management afterwards and so we had to look at their week and and say have you between the two of you got five hours a week to invest in this and of course they have to travel to their their um gold mine area as well to do the help physics and um, meet with letting agents etc and by the end of the conversation we'd worked out how they were going to put their five hours a week into this business or into this aspect of their business and then I've set them the task of going away and working out when that's going to fit into their week so yes it's it's one thing to say I've got five hours a week and yes I will do it but it's a very different thing to then say and this is where those five hours are going to take place. This is when in my week I'm going to do it. And so they're going to do that. They're going to work it out. And quite frankly, so long as they put that in their diary, I can't see them not achieving that goal. I can't see how they're not going to, by the end of the 12 month period, own four properties that they've got all of their money out of and are ready to go again. So really, really important that consistency and my final point on this if I'm honest is it's all well and good planning it and then following that plan but it's going to go wrong it absolutely goes wrong some of the time there's no way you can set out to say well for the next 52 weeks on a monday at 2 p.m i'm going to do x because at some point you're going to have a funeral or you're going to be poorly or something will crop up and you will no longer be able to fulfill that commitment to yourself it, it just happens sometimes you know I, my, one of my favorite sayings is life gets in the way well you have to decide in advance how you're going to deal with it if life gets in the way next week next month next year because let's assume it does get in the way and you then get off course so let's use that that couple as an example they have something happen at at home, maybe their child gets toothache and the child is up all night or maybe um, an elderly relative gets sick and comes to live with them or maybe a new project at work crops up or they have a problem in a business or it could be any one of a million things that can crop up and if that's the case what are you going to do about it it's going to be impossible for you to do that monday two to four because xyz cropped up but are you just going to leave it till the next monday then and just not do it and sometimes that's the best attitude or are you going to fit it in somewhere else but what happens if it crops up the next monday or if it's you know every day at 12 i'm going to spend half an hour on this and you miss a whole week now the habit's gone so how are you going to deal with that habit how are you going to make sure that before you know it you haven't done a whole month of missing five hours a week on your property journey for example really really um important to remain consistent no matter what happens i am consistently going to invest five hours a week into my property business and one week you might not invest any but then you're committing to making up and investing 10 the next week or seven and a half one week and seven and a half the next week i'm committing to working out every single day and what that means is if you don't work out one day that's fine but you're going to get back on it the next day and make sure that you continue to build that muscle of daily exercise or or whatever it might be really really important and if you can nail that, guys, if you can pin your colors to the mask now and commit to the different areas of your life that you're going to pursue, the balance you're going to have between them, the actions you need to take to achieve those, you will absolutely fly. And if you doggedly pursue those if you doggedly fulfill those commitments to yourselves then you will without fail achieve your results perhaps not in the time scale that you've set it might take you a bit longer than you've set because often things take longer often things are a bit harder than we expected but if things do crop up that are obstacles and you are consistent in working towards them you will chip away at them you will absolutely get them done and dusted sorted and then you've overcome that hurdle and one thing I share with my clients a lot is every time this gets hard and it does get hard business gets hard investing gets hard every time it gets hard and you overcome that obstacle others alongside you behind you fall over that obstacle they give up and they go do you know what A bit like me at the end of the Easter holidays this is too hard I'm not going to do this business I'm not going to do teach share or do you know what I'm just going to be fat I'm not going to work out every day, or do you know what, I'm not going to pursue that business. I'm going to go get a job or whatever it may be. could be the opposite. I'm not going to pursue that job. I'm going to start my own business. Throwing in the towel is the only way you are definitely going to fail. Whereas if you have set your goals, if you are confident they are the right thing for you, pursuing them doggedly, pursuing them consistently will ensure you achieve them and that is so so important guys I hope this has motivated you to map out what is most important to you and to commit to yourself how you are going to pursue those goals and the commitments you're going to make to yourself and I hope most importantly has inspired you to act consistently no matter what gets in the way no matter what crops up consistently pursue those goals because by doing that You will absolutely fly. Until next time, happy investing. Sophisticated property investing. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing now.